Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. 1670 AM, The Zone. An industry that feeds the world is definitely an industry worth talking about. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And greetings from Kansas City. It is the beginning of the National Association of Farm Broadcasters Annual Convention. And I'm telling you, we've got a lot of farm broadcasters here face-to-face for the first time since 2019. And I'll tell you what, we sure did miss this group of folks. We've got a lot of information that's going to be coming your way over the next couple of days from Kansas City. Uh, Aaron Zimmerman, Stephanie Hoff, Bob Bosold, myself, we're all here. So stay tuned. It's going to sound a little different this week just because we're working remotely. But boy, we've got a lot of special guests that are going to be coming through, including this morning, talking about how valuable our rural communities, emergency responders, and firefighters are. But where is the next generation of firefighters and rural respondents coming from? Stephanie Hoff's got an update on one program that's designed to reach out to that next generation. Also, catching up with our man Ashley Hewn from the Stephanie's Auction Group. They have seen a very, very aggressive auction, auction schedule come together. A lot of folks that are looking to buy used equipment Uh, trying to put pieces together for the growing season 2022. And some folks that are exiting the industry. Ashley's going to give us a pulse on what's happening there on this Wednesday morning. Hey, there goes Pam Yonke in her suburban truck across Wisconsin. Thanks to Cleary Building Corporation. They protect what you value. Visit clearybuilding.com to see the Cleary difference. Equity Livestock Co-op. Marketing your livestock, financing your operation, and supporting the livestock community. And Wisconsin Farm Bureau, the state's largest general agriculture organization. Join now at wfbf.com. Keep up with Pam on social media. Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook and Twitter and at midwestfarmreport.com. Today's date is November 17th. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And that date is significant to me because it's within one week of my birthday. And this isn't just any birthday. This is one of the big ones. It's the 65th birthday. And when you're about to turn 65 years old, folks, I will tell you, you are inundated with information about Medicare Medicare of every part and and being, oh, I can't even tell you. Aaron, AARP apparently is trying to help us out to sort through some of this information during this latest enrollment period. Please help me. Yes, sir. You know, and a lot of our farmers across the state of Wisconsin are, you know, about that same age too, and really don't take the time to think about their health coverage. Aaron Zimmerman here at the Southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And you know, it's open, it's almost deer season, it's harvest season, a lot of stuff going on, but it's also open enrollment season with Medicare right now. I had the chance to talk with Lisa Lampkins of AARP who reminds it's a good idea to start looking at your health coverage now whether you're starting new or whether you're updating your current policy. She says there's lots of ways to save money. All you have to do is take a look at your policy and see if it really still fits you. She also does warn that this time of year, there's also lots of fraud to watch out for as you're doing your open enrollment. 
Yeah, you know, um, I'm so glad to be here today because we are in the middle of Medicare's open enrollment uh, time, which started on October 15th and goes all the way through December 7th. And this is a great time for people in Medicare to kind of take a look at the coverage they have and make sure that it still fits for them. You know, talking about that, you know, making sure it still fits for you and seeing that there's any changes, you know, why is that so important to look and consider those changes that we might have for 2022? Well, the interesting thing is most people actually don't take the time to review their Medicare coverage, but here's the thing. It can really pay if you take a little bit of time. You can save a ton of money and you can also make sure that you're getting the coverage that you need. Um, We know, especially if you take a look at the drug coverage piece that you have in Medicare, you can save like an average of $1,500 if you take the time to figure out if your coverage still works. There are actually three ways that you can review your coverage and how you can compare plans. You can go online to Medicare.gov. You can call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE. And um, there is a helpline in Wisconsin called the Wisconsin Medigap Helpline um, that you can also call. So lots of ways for you to, you know, figure out and review those plans. Now, talking about, you know, that importance of looking at those things again and, and again, saving money, what are some other things that may pop up when you take a look other than just that drug coverage that uh, some other things that might, you know, save some money for you in the long run? Yeah, you know, it's really important to know because, hey, we all know Medicare is not cheap. healthcare is not cheap. And um, the thing is, there are some programs in place that can help qualifying individuals save a little bit of money. Um, There are a couple of programs that are known as the Medicare Savings Programs, and they can actually help cover things like your Medicare premiums. Um, So this can help pay for like your hospital stays or doctor visits. Um, It can help with your co-pays and deductibles. Um, And what happens is it actually ends up if you're getting, most people have their Medicare payments deducted from their Social Security check. So it actually increases your Social Security check, which is awesome. Um, These programs are kind of, they're run um, in conjunction uh, with the state and the federal government, and um, they really are important to check out. And again, you can find that information online or with a county benefit specialist. Over these last, I guess I don't even know how long it is now. It seems like it's been forever. But dealing with the pandemic and COVID-19, you know, are there any things that are maybe different or things that, you know, are covered through this Medicare that maybe people wouldn't necessarily know about? Yeah, I do think it's important to note. I'm super glad you asked about this because, you know, at this point, Medicare is waiving all cost sharing, including deductibles and coinsurance for things like testing, treatment, and of course, the vaccines related to COVID-19. So, you know, it's important to know, kind of check in with your doctor um, because uh, Medicare is even covering things like telehealth visits from home. Um, so, you know, there several things have been waived because of covid Um, And so that's actually a good benefit for folks in Medicare. I know people always joke about, you know, getting calls for your extended car warranty or your student loans or this, that, or the other thing. But I guess, you know, another thing that we should point out is since it's open enrollment season for Medicare, 
there's also some fraud that goes on there. And, you know, people really could kind of be out some money if they end up falling for one of those. Yeah, you know, it is so unfortunate. We do see that these Medicare frauds and scams really spike during this open enrollment season. Scammers pose a lot of times as like insurance providers or somebody who can help you, um, you know, sort through all of the different Medicare options. The bottom line is what these scammers are trying to do is get your personal information. Um, They might be promoting a Medicare plan. They might be promoting um, a way to help you uh, review things. But what they're really trying to do is get your Medicare number um, because then they use that to either file a fraudulent claim or sometimes they actually sell your Medicare number to other scammers. Um, So the thing is, Be very suspicious of anybody who calls you or emails you or comes to your door promoting a Medicare plan. Those legitimate health care plans will only contact you personally like that if you've requested information from them. So don't give your Medicare number to anybody who calls you or visits you out of the blue. Um, And as always, make sure you're looking at your Medicare summary notice or your explanation of benefits to look for those fraudulent charges, because it is unfortunate scammers really take advantage of this time of the year. Now, for any, you know, whether you're dealing with, a, you know, a fraudulent problem, whether you have some questions, anything, what are some of those additional resources that might be out there for people with questions or for people wanting to know where to turn, uh, I guess, to make changes or, or get enrolled in Medicare? Yeah, well, a really great place to start is with Medicare itself. And, and their official Medicare website is medicare.gov. And their official phone number is 1-800-MEDICARE. And you can get really all of the information you need in that spot. AARP also has a terrific Medicare Resource Center. Um, And if you just go to aarp.org slash Medicare, there are lots of questions and answers. There are videos, there are tip sheets, there are questions that you can ask. Um, a really good resource information um, in all of those places. Anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners or, you know, any other things that you'd point out being why it's so important to get on this right away, especially for, you know, our farmers and agriculturists who right now are in the fields and that's probably, you know, one of the last things on their mind. I know. I know it's a super busy time for folks and, You know, I know it can be really frustrating when you sit down to try to compare plans. It can be overwhelming. There are lots of different options in some places, um, and it can be hard to make those comparisons. Um, So it's really easy to just kind of throw your hands up and stick with what you've got. But I really will just emphasize that it can really pay off um, to take, take an hour to compare these plans, make sure you're getting the coverage you need at a cost that you can afford. Um, I promise it'll be worth it in the long run. Alrighty. Well, that was Lisa Lampkins, Advocacy Director for Wisconsin AARP. As she says, there are lots of resources out there to help answer your questions or solve problems when it comes to enrolling in or changing your Medicare coverage. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Aaron Zimmerman. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you fairly fit but would love a little edge up? Are you entering middle age with a slowing metabolism and weak core? MSculpt may be your answer. 
A Skincare Minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie is proud to be one of the first clinics in the area to offer this new muscle building technology called MSculpt. It's approved for building and toning abs, arms, butt, thighs, and calves. MSculpt works. One 30 minute treatment can be equivalent to 20,000 crunches or 20,000 squats. It's safe, effective, and painless with virtually no downtime. Sound too good to be true? Visit Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie to learn more. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. A new feed mill in Allenton, Wisconsin will be doing 400% more than its old location with the same amount of employees. That's how highly automated the facility is. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. I talked to Tim Kralkamp. President of Farmers Grain and Feed based in Allenton, he says they made the decision to build a new facility because the old place is more than 100 years old, which had its challenges. Our current facility is 113 years old, and we needed to make a decision if we were going to provide quality feed to the producers. And if we stayed in our current facility, we were afraid we could not provide that. At the old facility, we were at capacity, so we could not take on any new customers. And it hurt our ability to produce feed at a quality level efficiently. So you made the decision to move and expand. How do you even start a process like that? And the reason I'm asking is the dollar signs. Well, the dollars are certainly part of it. But more more importantly is it takes a village to put something like this together. It takes years of engineering. It takes um, a builder that's very experienced. It takes people inside our company that spent hours and hours planning and procuring a lot of the products that are in here today in the, in the building materials and setting up the logistics so we have an efficient operation. What was the whole process from start to finish, from the from the day you said, let's do this, to... Well, you haven't really opened officially yet, have you? But how long was that process? Uh, we put a shovel in the ground 24 months ago. Uh, prior to that, there was planning, uh, approximately two years of planning prior to uh, building. So it's about, we're almost four years into this. When are you going to start mixing feed here? Because currently you're mixing still at the downtown Allenton location, right? Correct. We're still uh, producing feed for our customers like we always did. Uh, but we should be able to start up here within the next week producing batches, and it'll be a slow migration from the old facility to the new. 
So we're hoping within the next three, four weeks that we have a lot of the products up here and we're able to do a lot of the batching up here. What's going to happen to the old facility? That'll stay in place. We will uh, eliminate the uh, production uh, area and we'll still have storage and drying and grinding and roasting beans and we'll probably have a rail to truck facility. So let's talk about the change in scale here. How much more will you be able to do at the new facility than the old one? Well, we're being told it's about 400% more than the current facility. Tim, you guys will also be providing more services than you were at the old facility. We'll get to that right after this. Farmers understand the power and the value of the sun. They understand return on investment. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is an opportunity to get rid of that energy bill. Farmers understand taking expenses away. They they just get it. It's the difference between renting and owning. You are renting your energy currently, okay? Own your energy. It's a no-brainer. You are going to have that energy bill. You're going to. It's a known expense that every farm has. Put a solar field in, put a solar system in, and now make your own energy. It's a business decision, just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. You should reach out to us, and we will come out to look at your farm for a very specialized, specific quote for you. Even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. I'm back with Tim Kraukamp, the president of Farmers Grain and Feed. Tim, in addition to scaling up the Allenton Feed Mill, you're also offering more services to customers. Correct. So we'll have two corn grinders, one at the old facility and a new one here that produces 20 ton an hour. And we have a pellet mill that produces 18 ton an hour as well. Why bring in the pellets? Well, we can do custom batches through the pellet mill. Um, but we also feel that there's great value in allowing customers to use grain out of their corn bank here at the mill without uh, being subject to market pricing. So it takes some volatility out of the ability uh, or, or the use of pellets for, for producers. So they can use their own corn out of the field, store it here. We can use it making their pellets. And what made you guys decide to offer kind of that new value um, to this new facility? Um, the market was demanding it, and we feel that we can give the producers very high-quality products at a very co- competitive price. Give us a feel for where your producers you know, come from. What's your radius? Um, is it just dairy, or are there other big commodities around that use you guys? Currently, our uh, customer base is about 90% dairy, and uh, we intend to expand that and our radius today is approximately 30 to 40 miles and we would like to expand that much further. How far out are you hoping to to reach? We're not quite sure yet but the efficiency of this facility will allow us to be able to truck products a little bit further and still be competitive. Okay and then what about employees like are you increasing the number of employees is that going to stay the same? Are jobs changing uh, for your current workforce as far as what they're doing at the mill? Yes. uh, No employees are losing their job, even though this facility is much more efficient. We will be reallocating production people to delivery drivers. But you won't be hiring any new folks either? At this point, that is not in the plan, but it could be in the very near future. 
Have you guys had any workforce challenges? I mean, we hear it every day in the headline. There's a labor shortage in Wisconsin, and it impacts agriculture just like every other industry. Has that been an issue for you guys? We like the field. This is a good place to work, and our turnover rate is very close to zero. Very rarely do we have anybody leave us. Tim Krawkamp says that when they broke ground two years ago, the cost of building supplies was high, but not as high as it is today. He says if they started the project now versus two years ago, he's not sure if they would have been able to do it. That's a glimpse at what it takes to build a new, state-of-the-art, highly automated feed mill today. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Haw. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. At Tom's Auto Center, we're known for being up front with our auto repairs. And name brand new tires. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. Goodyear, Firestone, Brigstone, Michelin, BF Goodrich, Continental, and Kelly Tires. We carry and install them all. When you need new tires, Tom's Auto Center will make sure you leave happy. Tom's Auto Center. Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help with an armed robbery investigation. On October 30th at 3.41 a.m., officers were dispatched to the Quick Trip at 7502 Mineral Point Road for an armed robbery. The suspect entered the Quick Trip with a black handgun and demanded cash. The suspect is described as a slender, light-skinned male in his mid-twenties. He is approximately 6 feet 2 inches tall, wearing a blue hoodie, black pants, and vest with a blue mask. He fled with an undetermined amount of cash. This incident may be related to an armed robbery at Walgreens on Mineral Point Road. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact the Madison Police Department at 608-255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 608-266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can receive up to $1,000 in cash rewards for tips that lead to an arrest. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Have Prairie Exteriors add more value to your roof? 
Right now, get free gutters or leaf protection with the purchase of any roof. Imagine a new roof to highlight your home outlined by stunning, handcrafted gutters for free from Prairie Exteriors. Improve the look and value of your property with one of the area's highest rated exterior companies, Prairie Exteriors. Prairie Exteriors, now that's impressive. PrairieExteriors.com This looks like a car. Has tires, headlights, a hood, windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them too. There's a front seat and back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% of the time, this would be a car. But it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Hi, it's Tori DeVito. In every family, small conversations can make a big impact. I grew up on tour with my parents. Kind of different, but we bonded over music just like other families do over sports, camping, or other interests. And we talked. Little everyday conversations from silly to serious that built a foundation over time. Honest conversations. Like when my dad shared his experiences as an alcoholic. Your honesty about that part of your life gave me a sense of integrity that I wanted to uphold in my own life. And I was so grateful that you and mom had become these sober, stable people who were always there for me. I wanted you to know from someone who's been in recovery more than 30 years now, that hard work is what creates success, not alcohol or other drugs, whether it's music or anything else. I said it a lot, and I'm glad you took it to heart. Talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. How much stock do you put in a hitting coach, though? Like, they're all professionals that are at this level. How much stock do you put in a hitting coach? Well, I told you, and I've said this probably two or three times on the show, when I think of, like, a, a good hitting coach versus a bad hitting coach, I think of, like, the quarterback coaches that Tom Brady and Drew Brees and all those guys go to. When you have a Tom Brady, you're making Tom Brady tenths of a percentage better because he's already a great player. But when you grab a guy like a Tim Tebow and all of a sudden he starts working with a, a, we'll say throwing coach, he can get exponentially better because of how much how much room for improvement there is in that skill set. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you have average or below average players or hitters, I think a good hitting coach goes a long elevate way. Elevate them. If you have elite hitters in the game, I think a good hitting coach makes them just a little bit better. But sometimes just that little bit of a difference and a little bit better series. can make a great hitter an all-star and an MVP. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about who the uh, new additions are first. Uh, Rowdy, when it comes to the new additions for the Milwaukee Brujas, they're going with not one but two new hitting coaches. David Stearns announced that they're going with uh, 
Ozzie Timmons from the Tampa Bay Rays. He was a first base coach and an assistant hitting coach from 2017 to 2021. And then Connor Dawson, who had worked with the Mariners since 2019. He was their minor league uh, hitting coach. Yeah, so I think this is really unique because it's something that I I don't know if it's ever been done before. And then there's going to be assistance as well coming. Yeah, I don't know if it's ever been done before, to be quite honest. They hired two hitting coaches that are coming from two completely different I guess you would say sides of the coin when yeah. it comes to hitting the ball. I think this is, you'll have some people that say, if you don't have one quarterback, or if you have two quarterbacks, yeah, you, you don't, don't have, have one. one. Too many cooks in the kitchen? Yeah. I think this is interesting, though. And I'm I'm hopefully, I, I'm more optimistic on this, saying that this these two can gel. Well, they're only making all this up. And, like the yeah, part. the hitting was really bad. But why I think this is so interesting is because Ozzie Timmons has been around. He was a big league baseball player. He's been around, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about how he had been in minor league baseball. Now he was last with the Tampa Bay Rays as a hitting coach, assistant, and a first base coach. So he's been around hitting coaches and hitting coordinators and stuff like that. Plus he's played big league ball. He's more of like the old school feel, right? Yeah. And Oh, by the way, Tampa Bay has been a really good hitting team for sure, especially in those years that he's been there. So whether it's the hitting coach or his assistants, he was doing something right. Mm-hmm. So that he he's the old school hitting coach type guy. And then they hired this kid. Connor Dawson, who literally is a kid. He's younger than a lot of the guys that will be on the team. He's 28 years old. What? He's 28 years old. Wow. He, he is. A, yeah, there he is. Look at that. He is a guy that obviously is younger than some of the guys that are on this team. He was working in the minor leagues for the Seattle Mariners as a hitting coordinator. He was more of like the tape study. He was more of like the. He um, comes from a technical background with the yeah, Mariners system. He was like the tape study. He was like the launch angle type guy that was all using like the film and new. So you're marrying, you're, you're going to marriage the old exactly. school, and the new school it's, together. It's two guys. It's one guy that's in his fifties. That's more old school baseball, old school hitting adjustments and changes. And one guy that is the video. He is the launch angle. Break you down. Like, I think it's, it's, it's pretty ingenious by the brewers to do this because it looks great on paper. Yeah. It, but will it work? Because the two guys are going to have to get along. They're going to have to coexist. Because what if one guy thinks, well, I'm the hitting coach. Well, the and launch kinda, angle, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, no, we need to bunt. They're going to have to gel. For this to work, they're going to have to gel. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it, it won't happen. I'm not saying it will happen. But it, it's just a different little wrinkle that is now the Brewers hitting coaches. But I do think I like this experiment. I like it. Because I when... You you've referenced the movie Moneyball, but does he get on base? Yeah, and they it was Billy Bean and some of the Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah Hill <laughs> and some of the technical guys that do it mathematically with analytics and all that, trying to come up with the best way to be different to have like an edge in baseball. Yeah, isn't this something to be a little different? Throw a little wrinkle. Well, don't you got hitting? Don't you always got to be changing, being different in in, in baseball? Stay. It's a great way to start your day. 
And we are starting our day at the National Association of Farm Broadcasters Annual Convention here in Kansas City. Good morning again, everybody. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here, along with Stephanie Hoff, Aaron Zimmerman, Bob Bosold. We're here in Kansas City. Now, I mentioned it earlier, the show for the rest of the week is going to sound a little different because we're working remotely, but still a lot of great content coming your way, including a conversation about what's happening, recruiting the next generation of rural responders, rural firefighters. Kind of a unique approach, reaching out to high school students. Uh, Stephanie Hoff's going to have that information for us before we wrap her up today. Now, from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Wednesday. So today, the 17th day of November, happy birthday to Martin Scorsese, of course, American film director, Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, Goodfellas, The Departed, all under his uh, guidance, Martin Scorsese, birthday today. Danny DeVito, who has actually worked with Martin Scorsese, he's celebrating his birthday, as well as Lauren Michaels, the producer of Saturday Night Live. And now you know. Well, there's a lot of folks getting ready to start walking the woods. Uh, Wisconsin deer hunting season is going to be catching a lot of attention. And I'll tell you what, if you're thinking about finding your own little patch of paradise, you ought to start working with our friends at the Steffes Group. It's Wednesday, and that means it's time we head out and talk with our friend Ashley Hewn from the Steffes Group. Remember that website, S-T-E-F-F-E-S Group. Dot com, or you can always feel free to pick up the phone and give them a call. Talk directly to the Steffes staff at 800-726-8609. 800-726-8609. I want to remind you again about their Steffes Price app that's available on their website and also all the information and content available through social media. Ashley Hewins along with us. And I, I kind of led into it, Ashley, uh, although we very much focus in on the farm equipment, the construction equipment side of things. You guys really have a lot of real estate that has caught my eye recently on both your website and social media. Yes, we do. You know, we've got 115 current auctions going on, but probably uh, 30% of those are real estate auctions. And so we have people that are calling us constantly saying, this is what I'm looking for. What do you have for sale in this area? Plus, we have all the investment properties that are going on by auction as we speak. Now, do you see a seasonality to when people are looking for this kind of land, Ashley, or is it uh, just kind of nonstop constant? Uh, it's pretty constant. It actually varies by state a little bit. You know, Iowa's probably um, onto its own with the CSR2 corn rating, but, you know, in, in most of the other states, it's it's pretty much the fall and the spring uh, for the farmland auctions, and then the recreational, that can go on throughout the year. Now, what do I need to know about an online auction for real estate? Like you said, whether it's uh, Class 1A agriculture, whether it's recreation, I'm, I'm thinking that some of my audience is probably a little apprehensive about this online platform and those transactions. Right. So, you know, it's really up to the seller whether they want to have a, a live auction with online bidding or if they want to have an online-only auction, sometimes that uh, is what they decide because it keeps, you know, the bidders can't collude that way. They're all at their own homes bidding away. Um, so that's why it works so well. But, you know, to start the process, it's, it really starts with a phone call. We come out, we take a look at the property, we, we put a presentation together, and then we end up putting a proposal for every parcel of land we do sell. Mm-hmm. 
Now, what if I'm a buyer? What do I need to know? What information is Steph is providing me? Like you said, I might be a state or two away. Uh, how much information can I expect online from the Stephis Group? Well, the, the neat part about all of our real estate auctions, we put together what's called a buyer's perspective for each of the buyers, and that is is something we can send out to you. It's something you can download right off of our website. But that booklet is going to have every piece of information you're going to need for that tract of land and what you're going to want to know, whether it's soil maps or surveys or tax information and all the property lines and all that good stuff. It's all going to be right in that book. So that should help me satisfy any lender apprehension. Is that uh, is that something that uh, Stephis kind of gets involved with talking to lenders? Yeah, we do quite often. You know, when we get buyers that are from far away and they're they're unsure, um, we'll talk to the lender. We'll kind of give them some comparables if they need it. Um, we do work with people that are going to need appraisals if they're borrowing money. And so, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. Not everybody just has that cash sitting there uh, to write the check after the auction. Ashley Hewins, along with us from the Steffes Group, we're talking about all the real estate that the Steffes Group's got online available now. You can see it yourself, steffesgroup.com. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Pick up the phone and give them a call if you've got interest, 800-726-8609. That's 800-726-8609. One more question on that, Ashley. Uh, How long do these online land opportunities tend to last? Uh, What's the normal cycle that you folks suggest? Sure. So we're about a minimum of 30 days out when we're we're booking auctions. So obviously we're still booking stuff right at the end of the year. But once the auction takes place, it's usually 30 to 45 days uh, closing after the auction. Well, there you go. An option you may not have considered before, but we certainly hope you'll think about it now. Ashley Hewen, along with us, it's a Wednesday, and that means it's an update from the Steffes Group. Find out more online, steffesgroup.com, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com, or pick up the phone and give them a call, 800-726-8609. Ashley Hewen, along with us. Well, on my screen yesterday in Chicago, the only thing that looked positive was the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Our commodities lost ground. Perhaps it's because we're so far along with the harvest and we're keeping an eye on what's happening with the international marketplace. Yesterday in Chicago, December corn finished five and a half cents lower at 571. March corn was down six and a half at 577 and a quarter. The soybeans for January were down six at 1251 and a quarter. March beans down five and a half at 1263 and a quarter. The wheat market it saw a pretty good sell-off. Saw the December contract drop 16 cents at 8.10 and a quarter with the July new crop wheat on Tuesday likewise dropping a full 11 cents to 8.13 a bushel. Now let's talk about dairy. On Tuesday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped another five and three quarter cents at 146. 40 pound block cheese down four at a dollar 66. And the double A butter that remained unchanged yesterday, dollar 95 per pound. Fluid milk contracts for December closed 28 cents lower, 1721 a hundredweight. The January milk was down 14 cents at 1798 a hundredweight. Don't forget, we'll be talking more about what's happening with the dairy complex tomorrow with our friend Mike North. He's one of the principals with Ever Egg. Coming up in just a moment from the National Farm Broadcasters Convention in Kansas City, our own Stephanie Hoff is going to check in. 
You know, in the rural communities, we depend a lot on folks that are volunteer firefighters, our uh, rural responders as far as emergency services. Sometimes helping them understand what a farm brings as far as challenges can be an interesting dialogue. She caught up with a program at the Madison Technical College that's designed to try to recruit the next generation of those rural responders, those rural firefighters, those rural uh, emergency responders. And we're going to be chatting about that next. From the National Farm Broadcaster Convention in Kansas City, I'm Pam Yonke. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Gear up for winter with a trip to Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We have everything you need to get you through the winter months. Like Peak Premium 50-50 antifreeze and coolant. A gallon just $1.99 after $7 mail-in rebate. Phillips Twin Pack Auto Lighting, now $10 off. Pick up a 14.4-volt performance tool cordless grease gun. It's $99.99. Save on an easy 8, 12-volt, 8-gallons-per-minute transfer pump from GPI. Just $219.99. Use with gasoline, diesel fuel, or kerosene. And be prepared for the cold weather with a trip to our battery center, where we offer free battery checks. Right now, take $3 off Farm and Fleet Gold Automotive Batteries. Rewards members get an extra $2 off. Or pick up a Farm and Fleet utility battery with a one-year warranty, now $3 off. Find your must-have items in-store or buy online and pick up in our convenient drive-thru. And now, if you order by noon, try our new same-day local delivery option, available in most Farm and Fleet stores. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings, The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, Stuff you won't find anywhere else and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When there's a fire in rural Wisconsin, the fire truck doesn't come barreling down the lane at the drop of a hat. It takes time to get out there and even more time if the workforce is strained. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. The Fire Academy at the Madison Area Technical College aims to boost the firefighting workforce, starting with high school students. Former Madison Fire Chief Ernesto Martinez is one of the lead instructors. He tells me why the program got started. This program was started six years ago by the chief of the Sun Prairie Fire Department, who is originally from Illinois, where they have this program, or or some other program. And when he got hired up here, he's, he's been having a challenge getting volunteers the culture has changed. Uh, you know, back in the day, most fire department volunteers in smaller communities worked in their community. And so they were available 24 hours a day to, to respond if there was a call. That's changed drastically over the last 20 years or so. They live, they work in a 
different community. Most around here is Madison, and they commute. And so they're not available in the daytime. When he found himself with a shortage of volunteers, and he was familiar with the program in Illinois, he came to the school and pitched the idea. I had just retired at that time, so I was available, and I've been teaching here for quite a while. And so one thing led to the next, and uh, we had some struggles. It was a new thing for us. We're used to teaching adults teaching high school kids, some of them are juniors. It was a challenging adjustment for us to, you know, switch our, our mindset. And then next year, it got a little bit better, and then the year after that, we got students from other high schools, a couple of other high schools, mostly Sun Prairie, but a couple of other high schools. And then the word started getting out, and so now this program is actually, it's it's growing quite a bit, exponentially. So we, we have uh, students from uh, La Follette, we have students from... Um, East High, we have students from Sun Prairie, we have students, pretty much a lot of the high schools around here. And we're going to start it, we're going to do another academy this coming spring, which we already know we're going to have a full load of, we shoot for 15 students just to make it manageable. And we also do an emergency medical responder class that for high school students. Most of the students are seniors, but we do get juniors sometimes. So high school isn't too early to start this kind of program. It isn't too early for them to start because some of them aren't focusing on going to college. And they're trying to figure out, you know, maybe not even trying to figure out what they're going to do after high school. I was there. We were all there once. And you know, we don't really know. If they have all the credits that they need to graduate and they're looking for something different, this is a cool opportunity because it's a lot of hands-on. It's a lot of learning stuff that they're never going to learn anywhere else. You know, it's very unique. It's very technical. Some of our students from last year are um, are actually living in firehouses. They're doing internships where they get paid, they get, are given a place to live, uh, they get a stipend, and they get tuition covered to come here and go through the associate degree program. So it makes it makes them getting a two-year degree affordable. That it's paid for by the department that's sponsoring them. So um, it's turned out to be a really cool thing. There are a lot of firefighters that um, I know that are adults that comment when they tell me what I'm doing now. We hear this very often. Man, I wish that existed when I was a kid because they would have jumped on it. And that didn't exist back then. And so this year, we feel like it has really gotten traction. Like the word is out. There's a high school academy in Baraboo. There's a high school academy in uh, Mount Horeb. We do this one here. And so it's really getting a lot of traction. Uh, they're looking at doing a, a modified version of it for the Montello and Westfield, uh, Montello, Oxford, and Westfield Fire Departments, which are in Marquette County. They're very rural, and they're having the same struggles trying to find volunteers. And so they can connect these high school kids, get them trained, and even before they graduate, once they get the state certification, they can actually respond to fires with them. And they're hurting for volunteers. You can never have too many people on a fire ground. That's always a challenge for those small communities. So students get their state certification here? Yeah. So we put them through three, three different levels of training. One of them is entry-level firefighter training. And that's not a certification component. It's like the beginning of the whole thing. And then after that, they go beyond that to Fire One, which is a state certification. And they pass that, they actually get a certification from the state that they can uh, present to a fire department, and they can become firefighters. They have the basic training to be a firefighter. But we also put them through a hazardous materials course, which is also a certification course. And then we put them, we finish up with Fire 2, which is a higher level course, and it has more to do with decision-making than physical um, activities, you know, uh, sizing up a building and that's on fire and coming up with a plan 
and implementing that plan, uh, analyzing a hazardous material situation and making, you know, using the resources that they have to identify what it is, what the response uh, should be, and then implementing that response. They get a certification for that. As Fire 2 State Certification, this school is IFSEC um, certified, which means that it's an international certification. It's recognized in Canada, and it's recognized in a lot of other states. So they can take the certification from here, and they can go to not all states, because not all states are in the IFSEC program, but any states that are in the same system, they recognize the credentials from here, and it's just like they went to a school in that state. Who's paying for it? The students? The school? The tuition is paid for um, by... The school, they get high school credit, and they get college credit if they succeed here. So it's a wonderful uh, opportunity for them to finish up what they need for high school. And if they have any thought of going to junior college, they're getting some college credit already. It sounds like there's a lot in it for the student. Is it working, though, to boost personnel in rural communities? Have you seen it, I mean, working yet? We have a student from our fall academy that graduated and now she is with Oregon Fire Department on shift, and she's responding to fires. There's a, there's something happening after this. It's not a dead end. You know, even if uh, even if you don't want to go to the social security program, you can be in a fire department. There are paid-on-call fire departments. There are departments that will pay you to respond when there's a fire or an emergency call. Um, there are part-time jobs. There are some full-time jobs. So there's a variety of opportunities that exist in the community. Every community is a little bit different. You know, they have their policies and their, their budget, and um, you know, they, they differ. So you hunt around, you can find something that would suit what you might be looking for. Any rural or farm-specific training do you do? Mostly with procuring water supply. If, if you're in an urban fire department, we have fire hydrants. Um, but if you're in a rural community, there aren't any fire hydrants. You go to the, you know, either a farmhouse that's on fire or any, any uh, house that's out in the country. And so they have a different way of acquiring water, which is very different than what you do when you have fire hydrants. So they learn how to do that, and that's what we're going to uh, practice this morning. We did it on Monday. Uh, they got sort of the introduction to it, and today they're going to do a lot of hands-on to, to rehearse that. And that's part of the state test. They have to demonstrate how to do that. So when they get the certification and they go to a, um, a small community fire department, they can say, I know how to set up a folder tank. I know how to do what has to happen for uh, a rural fire department to be able to get water to, to put out a fire. So, but the bulk of the training is the same. A house that burns is the same whether it burns in a city or burns out in the country. They behave the same way. They have the same safety concerns, the same, the same way that they behave that we have to understand. So it's applicable to rural communities just like it is you know, for urban communities. I know that small departments are having a challenge right now getting volunteers. And the, the key is getting the word out to the high schools. So that the high schools, the high school 